Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast. It's your host, Bill. I'm joined with... What's your name again? What's up, homie? <laughs> I don't even know who you are, bro. Uh, now nah, I'm just playing. Morning. Afternoon. Good. Good day. What did you say in one of our first episodes? Episodes. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night. Yeah, and good night. I don't know. That's from a show, isn't it? Are you adjusted? Are you okay? I think so. There's an hour before this that so you're here. Yeah, I know. Oh. I don't know, dude. You, I don't know. Some days you're on my nerve. I don't know if it's my last one or the first one. Anyways, uh, are you are you hungry? No. Can I get you anything? Yeah. <laughs> you're looking a little malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> no, that we are not, my friends. <laughs> no, I'm I'm the opposite uh, yeah, of malnourished. We are, we are well fed. Oh, let me let me. Okay, so this is funny. <laughs> did i say this already did i tell tell on this like every so uh i love my wife dearly this means i'm gonna tell a story about her. <laughs> so i love her i love her dearly she so she'll pray sometimes at supper uh and she'll she'll say uh god may this food nourish our bodies and i told her one time i said you got to stop praying for that because he is nourishing us beyond right. what we deserve. Right. We, we are definitely nourished. Right. Uh, so anyway, she what? she starts to say it now and then she. she I got says, you. Please don't nourish it. Well, actually, that's very interesting that you brought that up because I wanted to talk about malnourishment. But it's very interesting because you can be eating the wrong foods yeah. and still be not be yeah. getting the proper nourishment. Yeah. But you get fat like we are. Yes. Well, I mean, look at yourself. Don't, don't talk about me, player. I'm fit as no, a bro. Have you looked in the mirror? I'm fit as a cello. <laughs> yeah. You hadn't looked in the mirror lately. No. Anyway, so uh, you're right. And I thought it was a good topic, man. When you, I mean, we didn't dress rehearse this at all. You told yeah. me the topic. I looked up some stuff. Uh, and really, it's not, it's not something we have to study out too far. Uh, but we have to be careful. Uh what we're putting in our bodies right. as far as, as far as biblically, not like Twinkies and Oreos, which I know are your favorite. Yeah. So anyways, all right. I finished off a bag last night. Oh my gosh. A bag. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, figured, I finished off a carton of Oreos. I, I, <laughs> that, that doesn't no. sound good. I did it in two sittings. Uh, I, I had a first I had, half I, one night <laughs> and then the second half last night. So you probably got the family pack and the double stuff. Yeah. Uh, and making me hungry. <laughs> Continue on progress. Progress. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, like I was saying, we can be be getting fed, but it may not be the proper food. It may not be what we need at the time. Uh, we may just be filling ourselves with a bunch of things that we don't need. Yeah. And the problem is we don't get the... Um, the benefits of the, of the nourishment when we would eat good food or the proper intake, the proper, um, proper food and, and, and nutrition taking in food is, is all about being spiritually fed at yeah. church and 
the things we listen to, the things we read and everything. Um, you're always going to be fed when you're reading the Bible with yeah. the spirit. Yeah. But we can read books. We can read magazine articles. We can read all these other things, commentaries from that have been written by men. And it may, it may provide food, but it, it's, it couldn't, it may not always be the proper food. Yeah. I, we, I addressed this, uh, I don't know, a long time ago. I say a long time ago, sometime this year. Uh, we won't be able to say that next year. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I, I addressed something about commentaries. A, a lot of commentaries, right. Are they're they're built. They're not, they're not written by an individual. Most of them. Right. If you'll look in the, in the foreword, usually I have some pretty old commentaries, uh, that have maybe 70 different contributors. Right. There's a lot like, and if you don't go through them, they're there. So there are conservative commentaries, uh, uh, authors to commentaries. There's liberal, uh, and then there's some that are somewhere in between. But anyway, so if you don't look at those, you may be, like you said, you may be feeding yourself an opinion, which a commentary is. It really is just somebody that's read something and they're writing what they believe that right, passage exactly. says. Yeah. Uh, they're commenting on it. Thus the word commentary. But right. uh, anyways, it's important that you research that stuff. And I won't, we yeah. won't get too far off of that. But Well, there, there's four types of malnourishment or mal, malnutrition, I should say. Um, Look at you. you know, I know. I eat. I eat the wrong things all the time as far as you physical should, food. You should be one of those. Uh, you should be a dietitian. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you just yeah. giggled like a four-year-old. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, here's, yeah. here's something. You never you trust. Said, you said, I don't know. <laughs> you, ne- <laughs> you never trust a skinny cook. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, what never, are they eating? Nothing. Exactly. Oh, we and could go on all day. You here. don't take diet advice from a fat person. No. <laughs> So, no. Oh my right gosh. We just lost so many people just now. <laughs> right. Anyways, continue on. Four, well, anyway, four parts of malnutrition. There's four, there's four four types of malnutrition and, and we'll focus on two. Um there's there are deficiencies, um, which is when we lack certain things. Like when we eat, we we gain certain nutrients and things that that help our body function. Right. And uh stunting, you know, is, is another thing that happens from malnutrition and that's when we don't develop properly. Right. So those are right. both, um, applicable to, I can't say that word always, yeah, you but, did. applicable. Uh, yeah. But, um, those two are, are applicable to our spiritual walk as well, because if we're not taking in the right things, yeah. we're going to be deficient. We're not going to fully understand. We're not going to fully live in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. A lot of people take it too lightly. Oh, absolutely. It, you should, you should, I mean, let's not compare food and scripture because I mean, my food diet is horrible. Right. Yeah. But I really am very cautious about what, what I look at, listen to or read. And I mean, so much so you and I have, I mean, and I, listen, you have, there. The Christian walk is not all flowers and roses, right? Like right, you have yeah. to, you have to discern 
things that you listen to. And sometimes that means like you and I have discussions about things that we would never put in front of us. Right. Or, or that we have, and we've been like, okay, so this is about, I told you about that podcast I listened to for a while. And then they were off on one thing. Right. Now that doesn't, that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you can't listen to a bulk of it and still get a pretty decent message. If you know what you're listening to. Right. If you don't, that can be bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You got to have the knowledge before you can discern. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Holy Spirit is going to help you discern, but you got to have knowledge of how to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and and listen to the Holy Spirit instead of grieving the Holy Spirit, which I'm completely familiar with. Yeah. I mean, eating a bell pepper by itself is completely healthy for you. Putting five pounds of sugar on it makes it bad. Right. So no matter what, no matter how you eat it, even though it's a bell pepper, if you add bad stuff to it, it can make it really bad for you. Right. Uh, and that, that analogy for me, for, for the Bible, so I can read the Bible, I can read the Bible, but if I go, let's say I start reading the Bible and then I start listening to uh, Christian music that may not uh, honor or glorify God. And if I'm listening to that, is it still sending me messages from the music that might not be the proper stuff that, that I need as a Christian, right? Because I'm taking what I'm hearing in the Bible, but now I'm adding something bad to it that weakens my view on what, uh, scripture may say it it may weaken that music may weaken it or a pastor may weaken it through a sermon. Right. You know, they may preach on, on something completely not biblical, Right. Uh, and if I'm struggling in an area of the Bible and they start preaching on something that's completely off the wall on that passage and I'm reading into it right. and I'm buying it, uh, I'm putting I'm putting some bad stuff into my system. Absolutely. Well, actually, I just thought about this earlier. Um, you and I both, I'm, I'm sure you can agree with this. The things that we have went through, it prepared us for sitting right here. We talked about this before. Yeah. But, you know, also um, it it dulled our trust in people, the things that we've went through, it dulled our trust. Yeah. Um, and that's why you got to be so careful who you listen to, because if you're listening to the wrong person and they are off on one point, well, you're going to start not believing that person. Yeah. The trouble is when you start, when you believe the person, but you don't believe what God is saying in his word. Did, yeah. did I explain that right? Yeah, you did. And and that's a great point because you have to it's so hard, man. Like uh I'm going to use some probably not great terms here. I was bought in when when I turned my life over to Christ and I went to it, went to church and I was being fed the information from the Bible, right? I was I was bought in. I was buying into the message from the man. Right. Right? Like I, so that's it, now it did do something. It stimulated some growth and it stimulated some discernment and it, and it started to establish in me, uh, things that I wanted to pursue on my own outside of being there. So it did that. Right. You have to, <clears throat> you have to be careful, right? Like, so <laughs> here's the, here's the food analogy. If I start out healthy and then I go for about six months eating cake and ice cream and not being healthy at some point, I realized during that break that if I continue eating this stuff, I'm not going to be healthy anymore. Right. I know what healthy was because yeah. I had, I been there at one point. But if I continue eating this stuff, I'm not going to get back to being healthy. Right. 
but I know how to get back there. Right. That's the thing. Oh. That's the key. Right. And something just came to me actually. Oh, here we go. So actually that's, that's a great comparison and I'm sure you, you can <laughs> confirm this as well. Uh, the good stuff is so hard to eat, but the yeah. bad stuff, it's so easy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's so hard to eat yeah. healthy and everything oh, yeah. because our body once, you, like you said, you know, you go for a period of time eating the bad stuff Yeah, that when you start eating healthy, your body craves that bad stuff. It's just crazy. No, so they put, they put sugar in McDonald's fries. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. They make ah, them. That's yeah. why I love them. <laughs> Who doesn't? Exactly. I've never met somebody that said, please don't go through there. I can't stand their well, food. What made me actually think I mean, of some it. people do because they're healthy. What's healthy? No, I said people. I've never heard somebody say, please don't drive through there because I don't like their food. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Only the people that are healthy don't go to McDonald's. <laughs> okay, I got they you now. I was like, okay. So anyway, um, what got me on this topic was, you know, there are people that go to church week after week, month after month, year after year. But they still, they leave year after year, been empty. Yeah. You know, they're going through the steps. Yeah. They're going through the motions. They're checking the boxes, but they're not fully filled. And, you know. Um, Dude, they're not checking the label. Right. Right. Wow, that's good, huh? Yeah. It is. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and point being, a relationship with Jesus will fulfill everything. It will, yeah. it will make someone full. Um, and, and actually a relationship with Jesus and the Holy spirit, a person will lack nothing in their life. Well, no. And there is scripture that attests to that. Jesus, right. Jesus will say, uh, to come to him. They don't there. You won't need anything else. Right. Well, and I'm, let me back up before we fall into that. <clears throat> before I look that up. Uh, it's so hard, like, man, you know, me on the social media thing. Right. So, and I've done pretty good. Uh, couple weeks now, I try not to dig too far into it and let anything kind of spin me off. But I will say this, there, there are people that are out there and, it, and social media doesn't have to confirm it for me. I, I know uh, just from being out in the world that people will only, uh, man, I have such a testimony to this. People will only be attracted to what comforts them. Yeah. Right. If you find comfort in God, you'll go to God for comfort. Right. If you find comfort in drugs, alcohol, women, uh, you know, whatever, add anything else to that, yeah. then you'll go to that for your comfort. And I don't, I'm not talking about like, if you have an addiction, I'm talking about normal people do that. Yeah. Normal like me. Uh, i I fall into that. If something's right. comfortable, I gravitate towards it. Right. Uh, you know, I don't run into a cactus bush. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's not like, so anyways, my, my, my thing with this is that you are spot on. Like we don't want to eat the healthy stuff. A lot of times sitting in church, you hear something, you're like, man, he's preaching right to me. And that's not a comfort feeling. Right. That, you know, you're not like, wow, he's talking about me. I feel great. Right. He's talking about sin yeah. and death being the, the payment for sin. Right. And you're sitting there thinking, who told him? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyways, it's like that when you start to hear that people, people don't want to eat that, man. They don't want to, they, they don't want to put that in their system. And that's right. why I think a lot of churches have turned to, uh, not preaching on that stuff because yeah. that's why people don't come back. Right. Uh, but that's, that's what they're called to do. Yeah. And if you're going yeah. to a church that is only 
feeding you what is comfortable, what yeah. what you want. Yeah. Um, you are you're eating at the wrong table. Yeah. You truly man, are. So much. And we've talked about it before, man. There's so much goes into it. If you think, if you just think you're lucky that you showed up uh and and heard a sermon about a need or an issue in your life and you hadn't talked about that with your pastor the week before. Right. It's not luck. Yeah. It, it's designed that way. It's designed to tug on you in some aspect. And some of that is not always good. All right. Let me get off of that for a minute. Okay. I know you got a ton of notes, but I want to say something. It is important. It is so important. You, you're the only one to blame if you feed yourself bad information. Nobody has ever force fed me. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I seriously, I don't sit at the table yeah. and eat the garbage that I eat yeah. uh, because somebody's forcing me to do it. Right. So you're, you're responsible for that. And man, dude, I mean, I hate to say it cause I always sound like such a, uh, Debbie Downer, but you, people are responsible for what they put in front of them. And when you see that product come out, uh, that's the malnourishment that you talk about, right? The stunting or whatever you call it. Yeah. It's because they're not well nourished. Yeah. They haven't been putting the good stuff in. I saw this post the other day, man. Uh, and it just popped up. So I didn't research it and I didn't go back into it. But this girl, I say girl, a woman, she talked about how wonderful uh, the Christian music is that she left worldly music. And I only laugh because a lot of this Christian music is worldly music. Absolutely. Yeah. So she starts naming off these people that she's listening to. I'm like, oh, good Lord. Like, yeah. this is this is crazy. You you left uh, people that. Are, are producing worldly music to come to people that are producing worldly music and putting a label on it as being a Christian artist. Right. Uh, and we're not, I don't want to go down that road, but that's malnourishment. Yeah. You're, absolutely. you're only, you're substituting Oreos for Twinkies. It's not like, you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm serious. Like you're yeah. not going from that's one, great. one, uh, bad thing to a good thing. Right. You know, you, I mean, but you know, it's, it's, it's like ordering a diet Coke with a cheeseburger oh, dude. and onion rings. I used to think it was so <laughs> funny. You'd go to McDonald's and you're standing there and somebody's ordering like two big Macs and right. large order fries and, and in a, in a diet Coke. And you're like, uh, I don't really think the diet Coke's going to offset everything else. But anyway, nah. you know, we're going down that trail. Um, no, we're not. <laughs> so, okay. Um, but you know, sometimes we we eat plenty. We, we just go to the to the wrong. We just, you know, we go to go to church, listen to podcasts, read books, uh, watch YouTube videos, and and we're we're full. Yeah. But it's all the bad stuff, you know. A lot of times, there's some good that gets in there. But like you say, we just got to be so careful what we put in there. And here's another thing I thought of as well. You know, um, when you're traveling or when you're you're out of town, you're not around your house. What do you typically do? I mean, like McDonald's is familiar. Yeah. So you you go to McDonald's or yeah. if you're out of town, you're working on something in whatever hardware store you go to. If you go to a Lowe's or you go to a Home Depot, you're familiar with the brand. Yeah. So you'll go to that when you're not around your your area. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of, you know, a lot of people gravitate toward things that are familiar, yeah. you know, and I'd said this before on another podcast, I heard one time a preacher say, well, if you don't know what to do, do what you know. 
which is good if you know to Maybe. go to your Bible right. Right. and if you know to go to Jesus and and, cry, and you know call out to to the Holy Spirit to to guide you or whatever. But if you know been a heathen and you're having a rough time in your Christian walk, yeah. and you all the only thing you know to do is go back to been a heathen and f- to find that comfort. That's that's horrible advice. Listen, you know. I, I, <laughs> We balance each other out pretty good because you like to you bring things with a lot of love and grace and and things attached to it. And I sometimes I don't have that filter. Uh, (laughs) But for three years now, I have I have pursued. I haven't sat on my heels and waited for things to be put in my lap when it comes to my relationship, my faith. Uh, I've pursued a lot. And but and here's my point. It's not I'm not patting myself on the back. You can't sit on your heels. You yeah. can't be a, a a list checker. You can't check these items off and not pursue it and then expect by some form of osmosis or right. absorption yeah. to become this, uh, have this great relationship with God. You can't do it. Like it right. just doesn't happen that way. Uh, you have to put in the work and the work is getting the information, the right information, building that knowledge base, man, that really lets you start to. Uh, draw on the things that you're looking. And I'm not, listen, I'm not talking about listening to a podcast. Uh, As much as I would love for our audience to grow, that's not what it's about. Uh, And I'm not talking about sitting in a church. Right. I'm talking about getting in the Bible and reading the word of God. If you're, that is your main meal. If you're not sitting down and eating that every single day. Right. Man, dude, you I don't even know what to say. Well you're waiting for it to happen. You're not making it happen. Absolutely. And you're absolutely right. The going to church should be the dessert. Yeah. It shouldn't be the meal. You yeah. should be eating all week. Yeah. And you should be going Agreed. to church for dessert. <laughs> we yeah, we, we uh, actually agree on something. And oh, finally. <laughs> just kidding, it's only been like eleven months. <laughs> so anyway, um, you're absolutely right. We we have to actively pursue um we have to be deliberate we have to be deliberate deliberate about our salvation yeah it doesn't just happen we have to go to jesus deliberately ask him to forgive us and acknowledge that he is is our only saving he's he's the savior that's it there's only one way to jesus christ i mean to god and that is through jesus christ um and like melissa's husband she said that her husband's always saying, um, you got to be about it. You know, you, you yeah. can't just talk about it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. That's, it. that's it. Man. So it's so hard. And well, let me, let me add to that. Right. What? That it, was you, good. It is good. No, I'm just kidding. But you shouldn't brag about it. There's nothing in there that says that you have to tell everybody all the stuff that you're doing. Oh, That's I, the one thing actually, that turns me off. It says the opposite. Correct. You yeah. shouldn't stand in the in the on the street corner and profess all the things that you're doing to bring glory to God. Now, I will say this: you can motivate, encourage, yeah. uh, you know, and your encouragement might look a different way. Mine does. You know, I say, yeah. "Hey, how much are we doing each day to bring glory to God?" Right. I'm not. I'm not. You know, putting my stats out saying, "Hey, this is what I'm doing every week." You know, why aren't you lining up? Because it's not. Uh, it's not about what Bill's doing. Right. It's about what you're doing in your life to bring honor and glory to God because of all the stuff that He's done in your life. Right. And if you're not seeing the fruits of that and the blessings of it, uh, then maybe you're. You know, and take a look at maybe what you're doing. Uh, 
are you doing enough? And that, and right. I, that's a call out to me as well, man. Yeah, um, you and I say, man, dude, we, and we don't have really those personal conversations, uh, on our podcast, but a lot of it is what you and I talk about the stuff that, you know, is, uh, in our way, yeah. uh, the bad food that's at the table that we'd rather eat. Yeah. And yeah. the, another thing I, this is, this keep coming, but, um, my wife is constantly trying to get me to eat better. Yeah. You know, she'll be like, Oh, instead of a baked potato, I made you a, a sweet potato or whatever, you know, and she's always trying to, <laughs> right? to do, you know, make me and and I'll I'll eat the baked potato, but I put some brown sugar on it and some the butter. Sweet potato. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Well, we Ashley does people. the same thing. You know, yeah. how many times can you eat broccoli a week? Right. Ugh. We have we have people in our lives. This was the point. We have people in our lives that are offering us the correct food. We have people yeah. that are trying to encourage us to eat the right food. Yeah. Um, and still, you know, we'll mess that up. It is, man, <laughs> dude, it is so important. It is so important. I can't even stress enough how important it yeah. is to put the right things in front of you and you should be building 90% of your, uh, your walk, your 90% of your walk should be based off the Bible and prayer with God. That should be 90% of what in the beginning that should, you should just be desiring that. So you just here, here's what got me, man. When I, when I figured this out and uh, I need to, I need to be careful how I word this. When I figured out, that there were things that were being put in front of me that weren't exactly uh, from the Bible or scriptural. There, there were just things that I started to question. Uh, and I truly believe that was the Holy Spirit leaning on me right. saying, Hey, the, you know, there's some things that you, that, that gave me a desire to know more, but not know more from man, not know more from the people in church, not know more from a fellowship standpoint. Right. I needed to know more scripturally. I needed to have that. I needed to have that information because that's what I was going to fall back to. Absolutely. I wasn't going to fall back to what the preacher said or what the people in the church said or where their loyalties lied or how deep they were, how strong they were. That's, that's what, that's what sometimes I think people fall back to when we really need to fall back to God. And and if we're close to God, that's what we will fall back to. Absolutely. Uh, But uh, let me finish that thought real quick. The strength in that, the strength in that by itself will give you that foundation. Because if you, if you don't have that strong of a foundation, when you do listen to a sermon or you do listen to a podcast, or you do listen to some guy to bend your ear for 20 minutes and talk about the wrong stuff, you're just going to take it in. Right. You can either take it in and discern what to do with it, or you can take it in and use it in your life. And it could be bad. Yeah. Uh, the and Bible's not going to feed you that. I wanted to share one thing. Yeah. I'll let you talk with people. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're um, now I just wanted to share, you know, with people that, that do listen to us. Well, obviously if they don't listen to us, they're not going to hear this and they won't hear nothing. So anyway, um, you know, everybody that, that does listen to us, when you have somebody that's trying to feed you and you have somebody that's trying to encourage you, embrace that, take it very seriously. Yeah. That's because a good I can't tell you how many times now, mm-hmm. two and a half years after my dad had passed, 
I wish I would have. Yeah, me too. Sat with him and had these conversations that you and I are having with him. He and I had a lot of great conversations, but my knowledge wasn't there. Yeah. You know, um, I knew a lot of things and I, I have a lot of traits that my dad instilled in me. Uh, but that's actually twofold. It would have been beneficial to me, obviously, but also can you imagine how happy he would have been to have someone, Uh, you know, um, have those really deep Christ centered talks and conversations and, and pick his brain. There are things that I, well, I mean, I have the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me and, and show me things, you know, that when I'm reading or whatever, but, um, I would love to have those conversations with my dad. Some of those things that I still are, are, you know, sticking points for me and talked them through with him and, you know, um, but anyway, I just wanted to share with people, just embrace, it's in, don't take it too lightly, I guess. Uh, it's important. And I'm listen, don't 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 take this the wrong way. If you hear this and say, you know, you it, when you're listening to stuff, you should be able to discern. There's a lot. Alan and I, we listen and read a ton of stuff. There is. a. Yeah. Ton, I mean, there. Listen, the the faith based market, financial market is huge. Yeah. There is content out there. There are yeah. people that are out there because they're making money on it. And then there's people that are doing it because it's a driven ministry yeah. uh, that they feel driven to do it from God. Uh, anyway, so my point is there's a lot of stuff that we listen to that it has good value to it. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily probably recommend the person based yeah. on their basic uh, doc, biblical doctrine for them. You know, sometimes people are... are uh, uh, Calvinist that we, that we read and that we listen yeah. to. Uh, there's a couple of them that, you know, Paul Washer, Vody Botcham. Uh, there, there's a bunch of people that I know <clears throat> that are Calvinist and it in before, here's what I'll say before, uh, I was told Calvinists are bad. Calvinists, bad, 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 bad. Don't, don't listen to, don't listen to that guy. Why are you listening to that guy? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing you there, we're human. There are a lot of bad things that people have done that have turned their lives around. Being a Calvinist is not one of those. Right. Uh, I'm not going <clears> to, <throat> I'm not going to say that a Calvinist is a horrible person because right. of what they believe. They still right. put forward good information, even though they believe they're already predestined. So what? Right. It doesn't change my walk. Right. Uh, and I'm able to discern against that. There's people that have suggested preachers to me uh, that were going out and committing sin while yeah. they're preaching. Yeah. Now that's something I would say, Hey, be careful. Yeah. Actually, uh, I knew, I knew some guys that, uh, what's that cat's name in, uh, I can't Indiana, remember, man, Hammond, Indiana. What was that cat's name? Jack, can, Jack Hiles, <clears throat> Jack Hiles. Yeah, yeah. There's some people that that dude's their hero. Here's, here's my, here's my base thought. If you're, if you're in the ministry because God turned your life around and you came out of sin and went into the ministry because God turned your life around, he's using you. Right. If you are in the ministry and you're committing sin, 
and you're going through and then on Sundays and Wednesdays, you're preaching the gospel. And on Tuesday and Friday, you're committing sin in your life. Right. Uh, and trying to dismiss it. Listen, you got to get a hold of yourself, man. You don't need to be listening to that garbage. Right. Well, actually, you know, the, the important thing is the essentials. Um, there are a lot of people, like you said, the Calvinist, they believe something different, but they have the same belief yeah, as yeah. other Christians yeah. with the essentials, you know, <clears throat> that, that, that was my point that yeah. would affect your salvation. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if it's something that would, Oh, I mean, they, they wouldn't affect your salvation in a negative way. Well, we know, right. That they right. look at limited atonement and yeah, exactly. that they're predestined or, or called, but the people you really got to look out for are the people that, don't believe in the essentials, you know, the yeah. virgin birth of Jesus Christ, right. uh, the blood right. token of Jesus Christ, the deity of right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, and you know. listen, we're not splitting denominations here. No. I'm not, I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying that you, the more, you know, the more you'll be able to discern when you listen to something, if it's off base, even though I listen to those mm. guys that, uh, they were off base on something that you and I listen to their podcast, there was still some great information in there. Yeah. Uh, and I still, you know, I still listen to some of those because the messaging uh, is good. Their belief doesn't affect my belief. If it begins to affect right. my belief, yeah. then it's bad for me. Right. Because my belief is based on what the Bible says, not what I think the Bible says, what right. the Bible says. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't change according to Bill. Right. It's a standard that's always alive today. Right. Uh, because it's the truth, the truth. You know, there there are preachers that. Um, people listen to that were ordained, that are ordained, right? But they were ordained of man, yeah. And that man was ordained of man, right. right? We need to be listening to the men, the preachers that are ordained of God, yeah. That they're bringing the God's spirit. message, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and that's hard, man. I mean, mm, it's so hard for me. It's con it's convicting. Right. Uh, well, you know, the nutrition, it, the Bible will fill us. That is the meal that we need to be eating. Yeah. There is nothing bad in there. There's, it's nothing but good. Yeah. It may not always feel good. It may not be, make you feel warm and fuzzy, but it's good. It's, it's there for a purpose. Yeah. Well, we need to realize that there are things, uh, such as church, uh, in other in other parts of standardized religion, right? There's other parts of that that are necessary, uh, but it's not it's not mandatory, right? right? Like it, like you said, the Bible. If you should be getting your feedings from that every day, yeah. Uh, if you're waiting, my whole point a while ago in this conversation was you shouldn't wait. Uh, we don't wait to eat. Yeah. You know, we don't wait to feed ourselves food. Yeah. Uh, food is necessary for our survival. The Bible is necessary for your salvation. Well, actually, that's not a, necessary to be saved, but you right. know what I mean? That's a great point. Sanctification. As well. Yeah, that is a great point as well, because we wake up in the morning and we crave food. We're hungry. Yeah. Uh, about noon, one o'clock, we crave food. We're hungry. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the greatest feeling is when you wake up and you crave food the word of God. Yeah. Every when day. you, when you have that desire to get on your knees and have that conversation with God, yeah. um, 
that is there's nothing better than that feeling it's not well let me let me clear clarify something let me clear it up uh it's not necessary for our salvation it's necessary that we continue in the process because we're saved yeah that's that's necessary for us and to grow you know why you know why we eat three meals a day to sustain us Nah, because we've been because we've been trained to do that. Our bodies, our society feeds us three times right. a day. You'll read the Bible if you get up and read the Bible every day. Well, I've ruined my body. <laughs> I actually <laughs> you eat all day. No, I I would get up and no. Here's here's another problem. I would wait too long. Yeah, me too. So I would get and up, gorge myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as soon as my feet hit the floor, yeah. I'm gone. I'm hey, ready. Hey, hey. And then you know, about noon or one o'clock, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm hungry. And then days that I was I really used to busy, do the same thing, bro. Yeah, well, I would the, skip breakfast and lunch because yeah. I was so busy. Yep. And I was feeding myself nicotine, the right. uh, chewing tobacco. I was feeding myself that all day, man. I was curbing my appetite. And then come five, six o'clock, oh boy, look out. Exactly. I would eat the door off the house. Oh my, that's me. That's me right <laughs> then now. Afterwards, still. I'd be so tired. Yeah, exactly. That's me. Like 8.30, <laughs> like I'm night. like, oh, time to go to bed. Yeah. But actually, I want to share one more thing. And it's in John 2015. No, oh, okay. go ahead. No, got, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I got something else to share then. Yeah. It yep, may not be my last thing. But, uh, you know, in John 21, you know, Simon Peter and the others were fish. They had fished all night. You know the story. Yep. And they didn't catch anything. Yeah. And then Jesus called to them from the shore and he told them to cast their net on the other side. Yeah. And they got more than they could handle. Yeah. That's what we need to do. When we listen to when we listen to the Holy Spirit and and we let him guide us, that's exactly what happens. We will get more than we can handle at times. But it's always there. It's there for us when we listen for that, when we are um, uh, attentive to to that voice, you know. Well, and and with that, and I'll add this part to it. If you are casting your net in a podcast, a sermon, uh, in church, and you're coming up empty, fill it with something. Fill it with the Word of God. Find the things that you need to replace that with. With yeah. something that will will build the nourishment in your body, because right. if you leave it empty, man, that's I mean it's bad news. If you go around and don't eat for forever, right, uh, you're not going to make it. Like exactly. Well, you know, this guy won't make it past lunchtime. Right. Well, the, the point that I was, I was going to make with uh, John 21, you know, um, Jesus told him, "Come and dine." You know, yeah. at the end of that, and um, that's all we have to do is we just have to listen to Jesus and dine on, yeah. you know, yeah. on the word of God and we will be filled. It's just amazing to me. And this is why I'm so passionate about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, because there's so many people out there that don't truly understand the, the peace and the joy and the fulfillment that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ, because they're, they've been familiar with, superficial Christianity for so long, yeah. you yeah. know, that that they're just like, well, this is what it's supposed to be. I can tell you, and I'm not perfect. I mess up every day. Yeah. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Um, and being a Christian doesn't mean you'll never mess up again. No. And being saved by grace doesn't mean you continue to, to try to sin, but, we're, we're all going to sin still. We're all going to make mistakes. But um, 
you know, I just want to share with people there is so much more than checking the boxes that that peace, joy, comfort, guidance from the Holy Spirit is just it's unfathomable. It's unexplainable, honestly. Yeah, I spent I spent a long time <clears throat> struggling uh, in a certain sin that I thought for me uh, I had to manage. I right. had to fix it. I had yeah. to, I'll tell you this and I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into <clears throat> too much of the detail. Cause it really, it doesn't matter about the detail. What matters is how, how you, uh, how you address it. Right. So for me, and I mean, this is, listen, I'm, I'm not the smartest guy around because it took me a while to figure this out. And, and I was putting God in front of me in my life constantly. Uh, and it took me a while to figure this out that, and even though I turned my life to Christ, there were parts of it. I didn't want to let go of. Yeah. Like I just was like, okay, so, and we talked about this before, like some stuff just fell off, right? Like you said, profanity just like fell out. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was the drinking like that just boop, that's gone. Right. Like I don't even, I don't even have a desire. I do think about it, but not anyway. So, uh, fast forward, there were still things that I was dealing with that, I would, I would try to create something that would help me get past it. And right. that was the issue. I, right. it was still involving me. Yeah. Right. And when I sat down and was like, uh, you know, and I prayed earnestly about this, uh, for a long time. And I just was like, you know, I need to, I need to really give this to God. And by giving it to God, I got to let go of me trying to fix it all the time right. or developing some technique that is going to be the, the end all that I figured, you know, okay, well, this is it. This is how I'm going to conquer this sin. Right. Uh, it doesn't work like that. You conquering a sin isn't your involvement. It's your relinquishment right. of being involved in it. You have to give that to God. And people will say, well, what is that? What is giving something to God look like letting go of it? Like you can't, the more you manipulate it, you're still involved in it. The more you think about it, the more you're involved in it. You have to substitute those thoughts and those actions and replace them with the things of God. And that I'm telling you, well, that's how it worked for me. Yeah. I was able to handle that situation (laughs) by letting God take care of it. Right. Right. I didn't do anything but let go. And and a lot of times when you let go, you'll find that comfort in God. That is a struggle. For so many people, myself included. That's hard. It's because still, even though we know Jesus is the only way and we know that when we go to him with the problem, it will fall away. Yeah. Um, When we take our hands off of it, when we stop trying to fix it ourselves. But, you know. And the devil will put one more thing right back in front of you. I've said before, you know. To not think about something, you have to think about it first. That's right. So then you think about that's it, and you're like, oh, that's, you "That know. was my whole dilemma." Yeah, exactly. You're not. How do I fix okay. this? Well, I'm still thinking about so, it because I'm trying to fix it. Right. Exactly. It's a freaking. It was like a Ferris wheel of bad stuff. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to drink a beer today. Well, you just so, thought about so it. So the more you that think about not drinking you? a beer, <laughs> right. you're like, you know, beer really would be good about well, right I'm now. Sure, so. like to quit heroin. Yeah. Uh, well, here well, I am thinking about it. You know, uh, like Paul said, you know. Oh, my um, gosh, right. Romans spirit, 7. The spirit is willing 
but the flesh is weak. That's it. We have to rely on the spirit because our flesh will lead us down the same road. Here's the, here's the thing. If nothing changes, nothing changes. That's right. Good or bad. Exactly. Good or bad. So, you know, a lot of times all we can do, all we can do is not put ourselves in that situation. Yeah. If we have trouble with um, drinking, you don't go to the liquor store and buy a bottle of whiskey and like, no, oh, I'm going to be strong. You don't go to the liquor mm. store to get your Sprite. Right. Like, that just doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense. Yeah. And well, I'm not here to drink anything, but I'm going to sit at the bar. Right. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, my point was, uh, you don't tempt it. You don't That's go right. and you buy it and be like, yeah. okay, well, I, I, I bought it just to prove that I'm, I can handle not. No, you don't do silly <laughs> things like that. You know, I mean, just come on. Uh, uh, if you have a problem. I'm with, not uh, smart, but I'm smarter than that. Right. Uh, if uh, you know to go buy your your weed at a certain part of town. Why would you drive over there? Don't go to that part of town. Right. Have somebody else pick oh, up your groceries. Well, you know, well, I was just passing by and I thought I'd buy a bag of weed. <laughs> right. No. Just for old times. Go so. the other way. Drive out of your way. We, so, uh, anyway. we had, gosh, what was it the other day? It was something that was, that was bourbon flavored. Oh, I know what it is. Barbecue sauce. Oh yeah. So I pour this barbecue sauce on and we had just bought it and I mean, we didn't buy it cause it was bourbon flavored. We bought it cause it was buy one, get one free. So we buy, we buy this barbecue sauce. I put it on this chicken and I ate it and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, right. is this straight bourbon? Right. Like, it was so strong. And I've read the label and I'm like, it actually has bourbon in it. Yeah. Now, I will say I didn't sit there and throw the chicken out. Like I wasn't like, okay, well it has alcohol and I can't, I don't want to have alcohol. Right. So I got to, now I'm past that. But you didn't drink. No, I didn't drink the barbecue. bottle of barbecue sauce to get the <laughs> right. bourbon from it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's been cooked off in the flavors there. I mean like whatever, yeah. but, but that's my thing is like, I'm not going to go out of my way to, well, you know, NyQuil has a large alcohol content, so I'm going to drink a lot of NyQuil. Right. Uh, because hopefully I'll get drunk instead of fall asleep. I'm not going to do that. But in the barbecue sauce thing, was just, I just thought it was interesting because I told Ashley, I'm like, try this. Does this taste like, is this crazy to you? And she's like, wow. Right. She's like, that brings you back to the old days. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's barbecue sauce. Oh, right. <laughs> it tastes like brown sugar. Right. Uh, but anyways, so. Now that was a hoot, man. That's, that's, there's a lot of food for thought. You like that? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a good one, man. That was actually decent, I think. Yeah. Uh, and you weren't on your phone at all. Hey, brother. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut occasionally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. Anything you want to add? Yes. Let's talk about it. Discipleship program is coming up. It's kicking off uh, January. I had. 11th, I believe, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, bro. I had the date here and now I can't. Yes. January 11th, which is a Tuesday. Yep. Uh, we are going to be offering the first course in January, January 11th. We will have. Two available time slots in the week, Tuesday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 9 a.m. Yep. Uh, those will be the, you can take either one. Uh, you can take them both if you want. Uh, anyways, they'll meet for an hour. Listen, if you know somebody that could could use being discipled uh, in any fashion, whether they're a brand new Christian, they're in church, and uh, you'd like to pursue God together, this course is designed to be taken with somebody else where you would disciple them. Uh, iron sharpens iron. Or if you want to just take it by yourself, you don't have to take it with somebody. You take it yeah. by yourself. And this is going to be our first 
time yeah doing anything yeah. like this so um, inaugural voyage we need we need some people that uh, to oh. practice on yeah it won't <laughs> so. be afraid to give us some feedback <laughs> yeah uh, it'll be listen in all seriousness all it's gonna do is encourage enhance and develop your walk with Christ yep that's all it's gonna do uh, it's just gonna make it better it's not gonna pull anybody away no nah. no nah, and it's not we're not gonna make it better just your involvement in uh being discipled and being a disciple. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so look forward to that. Please reach out to us. Uh, I'm not, we're not going to try anything gimmicky like, Oh, we only have four seats left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, we there's, have, we have a lot of seats left. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and we're not the sharpest tools in the shed, no. but we know where to find the answers. And we just want to help some people that are yep. kind of stuck because, you know, we, we talk about it on here all the time. If they're, We've made a lot of mistakes, even within our daily still, we make mistakes. But if we would have had a little bit more guidance and the steps, we may not have been just throwing mud and hoping something's stuck. Um, yeah. And you know, everything's process. We are where we are, you know. Sure. And I'm happy that we're here. And I don't mind the things that I had to go through, but I just pray that we can streamline somebody else's walk and make it not, not so confusing because it can be confusing. You know, a lot of times, like I said, religion is a one size fits all. And sometimes, you know, it's not intentional, but a lot of times the cart is put before the horse only because that's where you started your, your walk at, you know, and they're not going to back up and, and, uh, cater to you, which it can't, it, everything is, um, you know, on an individual basis and we're just trying to help some people find. That's all this is going to do. I mean, it's not, we're not, we don't want you to take it for us. We want you to take yeah. it to get, to grow closer to God. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and we're all, not all making any money. We're not charging. We're not ever going not to. Best part is free. GraceWorks will never have a donate here button. Nope. Um, we're, we're just doing it because we feel very strongly about it. Yeah. And um, we just pray we can help. Yeah. Just one person would be great. So if you're that one, sign up. Yeah, absolutely. And then get some more people. Absolutely. Anyways, you guys have a great day. <laughs> yep. Have a blessed day. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.